1: Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, the station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's
2: own Jesse Gastan. hope you can hear me good and well on this August 28th, 2023. Uh, there we go. A good, there we go. Good sound coming in there. Our tarmac music, got to have that. It's the only way that we can work these days. We need an underbed of something comforting and soothing to keep us company in this topsy-turvy world. You're listening to Jesse Gistan host of the Monday edition of Lifeline. Uh, How would we say this? This is the starting batter for uh, a five-day excursion through news and politics and religion and uh, all kinds of crazy things going on in our society for which we try to uh, invest you with information and and data, and uh, and warning, and and theological framing of how to deal with our world. Um, how might I start it today on this Monday edition of Lifeline? I, what was what was I musing on? Uh, it was John eight thirty one. I'm going to start there. Our Lord is dealing with the gatekeepers of religion, gatekeepers of knowledge, called the Pharisees, and they are his born and sworn until death. Uh, do them part enemies, not only the enemies of Christ, but the enemies of the apostles. And they serve as a model of corrupt religious leaders who cannot stand the truth being free and pervasive and, and available to all. As gatekeepers, they did not want Jesus to speak the truth in love and set the record straight. As gatekeepers of knowledge, as Jesus said in the Gospel of Luke, You have the keys to the kingdom, but you are not entering in, and you won't let others enter in either. It very much represents where you and I are today. I've told you more than once, and I say this to the congregation I've been pastoring for 27 years, all men by nature are liars. We are not basically good. We are basically evil. Where goodness proceeds from humanity, it's because there has been a cultivation of divine providence, restraining human beings from behaving as bad as they could. We often will mistake that for an intrinsic qualitative goodness on our part as human beings, but that is not true. We are not good by nature, we are sinful by nature, and that's why we need a Redeemer. We need a Savior. We are desperately, desperately sinful. And when we use the term lie, it's not only in that we misrepresent the truth propositionally, but we live in such a way that does not correspond with reality or the truth. In the Old Testament and the New The idea of idolatry is the idea of lying about who God is and therefore lying about who we are since we are created in the Imago Dei. If we're created in the image of God and we are therefore called to reflect God, we are to reflect God's character, his attributes, his reputation, his power, dominion. His his qualities, communicative qualities of goodness and patience and kindness, but also of justice and righteousness and vengeance. And human beings have a notorious capacity for averting those qualities. And whenever we veer from the path of truth, we are therefore engaging in the manufacturing of lies. So what we are, we are living idol makers and we are idolaters of lies. That's the world I live in. Governments lie. Society lie. Human beings lie. uh, Structures lie. Powers lie. Authorities lie. uh, And that's where we are in our present world. We are dealing with a society of of liars. It's just that way. Jesus said in the Gospel of John chapter 8, verse 31, if you are my disciples, you will continue in the truth, and the truth will set you free. This is an experience-driven event by which the unveiling of what is really going on is manifest when you walk with God and you submit to his word. And And the Bible tells us that the nations have gone mad and that they have cast off the cords and bands of God's law, his word, his His truth. And when you do that, you descend into darkness. I preached yesterday to our congregation, a very enthusiastic group of men and women committed to truth as something you have to cultivate in your community. And we were talking about how that uh, the very practice of living presumptuously is the idea of not wanting to really uh, vet and try and test the assumptions that become the grounds upon which we have our confidence. And when we're presumptuous, we will actually be rash, overconfident, self-confident, self-assertive, even in the face of the truth, this is where our society is today. We're we're dealing with a society that is so given over to falsehood and misrepresentation of the facts that it is really a challenge to tell men and women you're being lied to, but you are. How might we begin to develop it or organize it or itemize it for today? I don't know. I guess I could start with Trump. Never before in the history of America has a president who is especially running for president again with the kind of uh, popularity and, and 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 support that Donald Trump is experiencing. Uh, Has he been viscerated and pursued vigorously by the opposition to the point of wanting to not only put him in jail, but throw him under the jail? For those of us who are much more erudite, much more uh, critical, much more pessimistic, and much more objective, uh, you and I uh, understand that what they are trying to do, whoever it may be, is they're trying to hide something. Whenever you take the prophets and put them in prison, whenever you take the apostles and put them in prison, whenever you pay, take the Lord Jesus and put them in prison, whenever you take Christians and put them in prison, whenever you take whistleblowers and put them in prison, whenever you take lawyers and doctors and nurses and and scientists, whenever you take good men and women that have been on the inside of the institution, whenever you take IRS members, whenever you take Uh, Some Department of Justice members, whenever you take military men and women who have given their lives for the cause of righteousness in the name of American interests and recognize there's something wrong and they want to tell it and you want to put them under the prison, listen, you're hiding something. And I must tell you, it's so very, very clear that we're living in the days of 1984. We are definitely living in the days of Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. We are sure enough living in the area, uh, era of um, a massive, massive manipulation of the society uh, at the level of uh, politics, at the level of uh, media, at the level of government your military industrial complex, your media industrial complex, your medical industrial complex, your governmental industrial complex, right along with your monetary industrial complex is working very hard. And I would also say to some degree, far off in the distance, it will emerge shortly to be something prevalent as well. Your uh, ministry, that is your false, Religions, your secular churches, your ecumenical movements, your big, vast religious organizations are also engaged in this mass one world government, this mass uh, system of tyranny and control and domination and censorship and punishment of good men and women who simply want to speak the truth in love. This is what you're dealing with in your society. And Jesus said, if you're my disciples, you should be devoted to the truth. You should be in pursuit of the truth, a knowledge of the truth. Notwithstanding, he said, I put you in the midst of wolves as lambs. I I, I put you in the midst of those who are haters of God, as, as many women who are lovers of God. And that means you're in the midst of opposition, difficulty, resistance, conflict, etc. Wake up, professing Christian. This is not time for you to go to sleep. It's time for you to wake up. Let me see. The Trump issue is a debacle of all kinds of sorts, and I am very curious as to what you think will be the outcome of uh, some, what, uh, 91 accusations against the president, 11 million documents allegedly against him, uh, very suspicious and questionable judges, if you will, indicting him. Um, I, I, what is going to become of Mr. Trump if they don't? If they don't lock him up, it's because they are afraid of what he will do a second time around. That is huge. I will say this before we go to the break and come back. They're at it again. They're at it for a second time. They want to scare you into fear and trepidation and shutting your mouth and putting a mask back on. This is medical tyranny. They wanna shut you up to a kind of law enforcement prison system of social distancing and, and things of that nature. Here we go again with another pandemic 2.0, because you've been hearing about an increase of, of what is called COVID. When I come back, I'm gonna to talk to you about the fundamentals of why you must not believe the lie again. You need to be wise. You need to be prudent. You need to be knowledgeable because to be wise, prudent, and knowledgeable is to stay free. Truth liberates you. It's lies that bring you into bondage. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistad. The number is one 367 5329 367 Don't go anywhere. Let's have a conversation. I'll be right back.
1: And now back to Lifeline.
2: We are back. The time is 520 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Glad to have you. All four lines are open. One, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine, one, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine. Let me kind of get the topics out on the table for your good and, and for your information. Um, fool me once it's on you fool me twice. It's on me. Um, we, many of us who have really, um, gotten a hold to the reins of, of diverse media outlet sources have warned you about the, um, legacy media, uh, Pravda, Neo, uh, Marxist, Pravda media, which they learned how to do many, many decades back. I I would I would I would venture to say this goes all the way back to a post-World War II, at the time in which we were able to, with the help of uh of of uh of Germany, defeat Hitler, many of the scientists in that debacle of um of a genocidal uh worldwide assault on um on many ethnic groups, including the Jewish people uh escape many of the scientists we know this is a plain fact for your uh um for your reports will let you know freedom of information act will let you know many of the scientists not only uh were embedded into our american culture but they became uh they became professors in universities and they became uh scientists in our uh in our laboratories they became very helpful in the government DOD DOJ etc you should know that for a fact And therefore, many of the tactics of the diabolical systems of both the Russians and the uh, and the uh, Austrians, particularly uh, um, Hitler's regime, have uh, taken their playbook and employed it uh, massively on Americans. Uh, I know you know that if you've been listening to me for some time. And it's important for us to really think this through because we're wondering what's going on with the destruction of our economy. What's going on with the instability of our, our states? What's going on with the negligence of policies that are allowing the deterioration of our society at the infrastructure level and at the societal level? What's going on with the, uh, bizarre and, uh, unstable geopolitical, uh, uh, news and its lopsided and, and often very muted, muted, muted narratives around what's really taking place in Ukraine? what's really taking place in Europe, what's really taking place in Africa, what's really taking place in China. Uh, Those questions are extremely important to ask because having a healthy biblical worldview tells me that mankind operates as a system of rebellion against biblical truth and against the one true and living God who made them and therefore operate out of manipulative, cunning uh, uh, falsehoods and, uh, deceptions when it comes to ruling over the people. And I assert that to you because in a minute you're going to hear the brooding, the brooding again of another sort of, uh, uh, pre, uh, pandemic, a, uh, COVID emergence 2.0. And uh, you're going to be asked with all of the uh sort of artificial politeness that media knows how to present. While behind the scenes, they are nothing but salivating wolves, as Jesus said, wanting to devour naive and ignorant men and women by bringing them into bondage and to captivity psychologically and sociologically. And here again, over the next couple of months, you're going to continue hearing the rhetoric out of your major news outlets. Now, I would give them... The fundamental credit two and a half years ago of being naive and ignorant about the lies that came out of the CDC, FDA and the NIH, I would give them the credit of being naive and ignorant, but no more. We are very clear that all of the data that came out from all of the good men and women who emerged up out of those systems to tell the truth about how Fauci lied, how basic lied, how many of them uh, lied, Barrett lied, how many of them uh just lied, Mr. Collins lied. All of these are people that cahoots together to try and experiment on humanity through the World Health Organization and the CDC to see if they can implement this gene therapy technology called mRNA vaccines, because we know that they don't really fit the definition of vaccines and uh, inject the world with uh, genetic modifying components. And, and that's exactly what mRNA technology is all about. It's really about manipulating your genome. About being able to go into your genome, about being able to go into your cells and excite not just an immune response, but actually impact you at the level of DNA modification. Many, many scientists warned about the dangers of this many, many years ago. Uh, and, and this is why there was never ever a vaccine uh, that was approved of using mRNA technology because it's way too stable and it never worked on animals. And so here under emergency use authority, the whole world became a, a system of guinea pigs for this debacle that has so clearly failed. That uh basically Fauci has had to run for cover and hide and, 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 and remove himself from public scrutiny because Ron Paul did a yeoman's job of exposing him for not telling America the truth. Um, But he wasn't by himself. So even if we were to have Fauci's head, he's he's only the beginning of a whole cadre of a system of uh, medical intervention at the uh, economic and at the global level that has chosen to uh, start a society that they have intended, according to the World Health Organization, of healing people through vaccines. Uh, they want to call it a vaccine immune society. Immuno vaccination bringing us to hell. It's actually the opposite of that. If you were to really submit to the scientists who have evaluated what has happened over the last two and a half years from epidemiologists to virologists to um, to pathologists to cardiologists and so forth and so on, they would all tell you that this was a grossly under successful experiment at best. And it was an atrocity of uh, human betrayal on the policy level at worst. A grossly under-successful, a poor, poor performance level of a so-called vaccine at best, and a grossly uh, destructive debacle of a product at worst. When we really look at the numbers as to what constituted the outcome of this so-called jab, Everybody know everybody that has a scintilla of a heart knows this. I'm talking about in the medical industry. I'm talking about doctors and nurses. I I had a very sad story given to me recently of an individual who did not want uh, to get the jab recently because of an operation that they had to take. And they were crying. I don't want to take it. I don't want to take it out. They were older. I don't want to take it. But they had to take it in order to move forward with their operation. Now, what does one have to do with the other? Nothing. The jab has nothing to do with some kind of heart operation or lung operation or whatever. No, you won't find an honest PC. You won't find an honest uh uh physician's practitioner. You won't find an honest doctor that will tell you. Um, that there was a direct corollary with this. So mRNA technology and let's say, uh, uh, heart surgery or lung surgery, it just won't be there. This is just policy to continue practicing giving this product and the uh, World Health Organization and Big Pharma making tons of money off of a jab that you and I have already paid for. We paid for this. So you got, you got millions of vials sitting around being being uh prepared to be used uh and and here in california they have still held on to the emergency use authority uh and and are trying to force it on our children thank god most mothers and fathers are saying no and the and the jab is being rejected everywhere as it ought to because the the data is in there are three things about this jab you need to know one is useless the jab is totally useless. It doesn't have the application that it is asserting. It's just not needed. It's just antiquated in its formulation. It doesn't fit the present variant. Every, every epidemiologist, every virologist would know you if you have a vaccine that's slated to cover a particular viral strain. And that bowel strain has diminished or has has already modified and we're dealing with a different variant. Well, the particular formulation of that virus that you're using now is useless. The jab is useless. The particular variant that's going on now, that's a whole nother conversation. But the one that's going on now could not possibly be effectively met with the present jab. The present present formulation is not successful in any event. There's just so much to be understood. Secondly, the jab is not needed. Not to anyone, especially reasonably healthy people, um, you know, 65 and under, Relatively healthy and, and I would say almost to no one, just don't do it. It's not needed. Normal, uh, normal, uh, uh medical, uh, r- r- resources that deal with colds and, and flus will be just fine. And everybody's discovering fundamentally that when you get COVID these days, you have a headache, a stuffy nose and a weird sort of maybe a week of weakness. And after that, if you use your basic protocols, you're going to be doing fine. Everybody knows. You don't need to stick a foreign substance in your body, particularly after you get COVID. You just don't need it. So it's not only useless in that it doesn't have application to the present variant, it is needless in that it won't be productive for children on up to adults up to 65 or 70 years old. Thirdly, the jab is harmful. It's harmful. We already know it. We have the stats in Tens of thousands of people have died. That's unacceptable. 1,200-plus symptoms from the Varus report, that's unacceptable. There is sickness. There is myocarditis. There is pericarditis. There is thrombosis. There is blood clotting. There is uh, all kinds of neurological problems happening. This is unacceptable, and yet they keep pushing it. Here's another thing I'm going to tell you, Now I'm going to take a break. They have found a lab in Fresno, where they have been doing experiments for the COVID, uh, for, for the COVID jab, they found a lab in Fresno, and their local uh, uh, a governing board, their local city council, hid the information, and it's still not being spoken by your major media outlets. How many of you guys have heard about the uh, the lab being found in an uh, open area warehouse in uh, in Fresno? Uh, where they found hundreds of mice that were already what they call modified by the mRNA technology, humanized in many ways, and all kinds of other, uh, other strange, uh, vials of, of chemicals at their warehouse. How many of you guys know that we are dealing with a, uh, a governmental malfeasance where these kinds of labs are across our nation? And, and, and what does that mean by implication? If these labs leak, and this is a warehouse, this is not even a, a, a level three or level four lab, this is a warehouse with this stuff in there. Just imagine what could happen. And especially what could happen if the truth is not given to the American people around this stuff. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. The number is one, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine, one, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine, two, nine. More to share on this. And then we'll take your phone calls and we'll have a conversation on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. The time is 537 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Giston. One line open, one 888 Before I go to the phone lines, let me just see if I can persuade you to understand what you probably don't want to, but you should. Uh, it's very clear. The data is in. You can go to thehighwire.com list watch any of the presentations at the, uh, the, 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 the head of that institution and that media outlet, Dale Bigtree, who used to be a former, um, Uh, I guess talk show guests on with the doctors. The doctors were a um, sort of a national television uh, program, kind of like Dr. Oz, where they would come on and talk to you about this, talk to you about that and and make you feel like they really loved you and and make you feel like they were really experts. Until legitimate scientists, legitimate doctors, legitimate virologists, legitimate uh, men and women who knew the real deal about what was going on in our government came on the show and expose one of the doctors. It wasn't Dale Bigtree, It was somebody who came on, but Dale was working with them, and Dale felt very uh, odd when the doctor was exposed for not really knowing that almost none of your uh uh your your registered vaccines for which the ch- children are bound to regiment if they're going to go to school were really truly vetted by a double blind rad- randomized uh placebo test in a legitimate sense none of the vaccines they are arguing that maybe there was one but when that doctor pretended that he knew what was going on Someone spoke very clearly about these facts and it gave a red pill to Dell Bigtree in such a way that he had to actually leave the station. I remember this happening to one of the African American doctors that was on there because you know they do this they do this woke stuff everywhere. That is, they put before the American people a black woman. Maybe a white brother, but then you're going to get a Latino and you're going to get an Asian because they're trying to pretend that they're giving you diversity. But really, what it is is a pseudo uh, monolithic front of a one conceptual idea system. Pseudo monolithic, meaning that it's an appearance of diversity, but they're really operating out of the they're really operating out of the same worldview. They're ignorant. They're blinded. They're largely leftist. They are uh, pseudo uh, woke people who have bought into the propaganda of uh, what is piped down to them by the CDC, by the FDA by your uh pharmaceutical brokers like astrazeneca our our um or our big pharma um you know many of those institutions johnson and johnson and the biggest one pfizer and and the data that they get from those institutions is the the fox guarding the hen house they frame the data any kind of way they want to and then these doctors boldly tell you as if they have done the hard scientific research to let you know what the truth is and then when their neighbor comes I told you Proverbs 17, 18 uh, he that is first in his own cause always seems to be right but then the neighbor comes and says hey, 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 you're missing a ton of data the data you're presenting is filled with all kind of absent uh, pieces of information necessary for a credible judgment, and that was the case with 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 uh, Big Pharma. That is Pfizer. They 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 curtailed the testing that they did on these jabs, and they 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 failed to make sure it was a legitimate double-blind, randomized placebo test with proper people on both sides. That is, people who took the jab and people who didn't take the jab, and to evaluate the impact of it when they both got sick to see. Whether or not we have both efficacy for this and and danger, and they manipulated the information in such a way that when they talked about it through Fauci and others, they basically said safe and effective. Wouldn't say anything about danger and harm, and and this is all man, manipulation of words. This is called uh, manipulating or d- gaming the data. I talked to you guys about this odd infinitum, but it's important for you to know because what happens in your media um, is double speak. They say one thing with their lips, but they frequently not only mean the opposite, but they mean the anti-opposite. And uh, you got to do your own diligence if you're going to discover that they're lying to you like Jesus said. They're lying to you like the prophet said. They're lying to you like the Word of God says. You got to be able to prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. That's that's just what we have to do in a society where money will corrupt men and women and power will corrupt them. And that's where we are with this. One more thing to say about the job. Here's the problem with it. Um, I'm compelled to share it only because i you know I have a platform and I'm, I'm I'm a preacher, and I'm trying to be one of those preachers that actually tell you the truth. I don't need your money um I'm obligated as paul says a a a a dispensation of the gospel's been given to me. I'm called to tell you the truth as it is in Jesus, and here's one reality about the jab you need to know: it actually impacts your immune system. It doesn't help your immune system. It doesn't enhance your immune system. That is not true. The stats are in. People who get one jab, two jabs, three jabs are way more susceptible to getting the virus than people who don't get any jabs. And when they get the virus, they're way more susceptible to prolonged symptoms beyond people who didn't get the jab. This is what many of you know. You know this. Listen. You know, you took the jab and you got sick. You took a second jab and you felt a kind of way about it. You took a third jab and you are you haven't ever been right since. You know this is true. So I'm speaking to your conscience because you know because you and I are dealing with a society where they want you to unreal reality and make real that which is false. In other words, they want you to believe a lie. Now, the only reason you and I will believe a lie is because we have no love for the truth that we might be saved. Here's what I'm saying to you. Do the research. You'll discover that the jab is not only not enhancing your immune system, it's inhibiting it. It's actually minimizing your 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 innate immune system it's it, it's minimizing your immune system from being your adaptive immune system from being able to be flexible enough to actually identify viral strains running through your body uh, foreign pathogens running through your body. It's minimizing your capacity, to do it, which means these kinds of new variants and strains are getting in, getting you sick. And because of the spike proteins, it's impacting your vital organs. You know, this is the truth. There are many of you out there that know what I'm saying is the truth. 3675329. So three things. Listen, probably four. The jab is useless. The formulation in these vials don't meet what is necessary for the present virus variant. uh, variants. The jab is needless. Most people can easily overcome these things with natural protocols. We've been talking about these from the beginning. The jab is harmful in that not only uh, is the jab shutting down your uh, adaptive and innate immune system to be flexible enough to really deal with it, thus more people who are getting the jab are getting sick. And this is going to happen again. The more the people get the jab, the more they're going to get sick. And thirdly, They've already demonstrated when your immune system is shut down the way that it is, it opens you up to all kinds of other diseases. All kinds of other diseases are emerging because we have a lot of these latent in our cell structure anyway. So people are getting AIDS and people are getting um, uh, smallpox and people are getting other kinds of uh, 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 viral expressions that many decades ago were not happening. The doctors cancer is off the chart. Neurological problems are off the chart. I'm just telling you the truth as it is in Jesus. Do your homework. 1883675329 1883675329. What does that mean? That means really this idea of having a vaccine immunized world, a vaccine immunized world is a scam that really is a society that's constantly sick by the very systems that are coming to rescue you from your sickness. Can you imagine that? The WHO, World Health Organization, wants everybody to be under the emergency system and protocol that they set up. Then they want to rush in with their pharmaceutical agents, whose agency and products are actually the ground and cause of much of your, your illness and sickness, promising to rescue you. In other words, your 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 captor is your savior. Now, you know what I'm saying is the truth. one 888 The truth will set you free. We'll be right back.
1: To join the conversation, call 888-4KFAX. That's 888-FOR-KFAX. And now back to Lifeline.
2: Indeed, we are back. Let's go to line number one and talk with Jermaine from Alameda. Jermaine, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, what's
3: going on, man? Uh, Not much. You know, um, I just heard your comments in uh, your monologue. And for me, everything you mentioned is is plainly verifiable, but it seems like people have blinders on. um, And I kind of wonder about spiritual discernment with some folks who, We're supposed to be believers, and and just because you're a believer, that doesn't mean you have to go to a certain side of the aisle. But you do have to recognize things that are present right in your face, like the fact that this administration is is currently just pulling off one of the biggest gaslighting operations of all time, and they've been caught multiple times lying. They've, you know, they've promised things that they they promised not to do things like card people locked down the country you know saying the supposed vaccines will work and it seems like people keep coming back for more and this recent stuff with uh, the former president to me should be a wake-up call not not because i'm a fan necessarily just because if they start this as kind of like a status quo it'll be able to be used against anyone who comes out against whatever the current administration says because you I've never seen somebody get charged. He's he's getting charged more than literal mass murderers and and uh, hitmen for the mafia. And it seems like there's a, a a machine an onslaught trying to keep him out of office no matter what. It, it just almost makes me wonder like what's going on behind the scenes. Like what does he know or what do they think he's going to do? Because I've never seen anything like this. And honestly, I, I personally think they're kind of making him a martyr. I've already seen T-shirts out there and. I hear people uh, comparing him with the the former deceased rapper Tupac Shakur, just all kinds of insane things. But I, I wonder if this might not backfire. But again, you know, my original question is discernment. Like, are people lacking spiritual discernment when it comes to these things?
2: Right, I agree with you. Of course, they they are, um, and and it would be the case that people are lacking spiritual discernment when they actually don't have a healthy. Rearview mirror, and and uh, are not grounded in history, not very much aware of the nature of humanity when it comes to people who um, who bump up against the status quo. Um, When you are an outlier like Donald Trump, and you have your own resources, your own money, and then and and then to boot became as popular as Donald Trump did with uh, with people around the world and certainly in America. Your, uh, your, your deep administrative governmental state uh, becomes destabilized uh they had enjoyed for many decades, that is the Clintons, the Pelosi's, the Feinsteins, and many, many, many more, going all the way up through the Department of Justice, the Department of Defense, the military, and then of course now uh added to it um are all of the oligarchs in your big businesses, Black, Black Rod, Vanguard, and many others that are uh movers and shakers on the monetary level. <clears throat> Paying off the uniparty—that is, the left and the right—we've already talked about that. Again, there's a fundamental uh, facade of a left-right narrative uh, that has gone on for many, many decades. This is why they got to get rid of Donald Trump. This is why, uh, after they have basically quarantined him uh, ideologically and uh, <clears throat> uh, in terms of the media—that's what they're doing, trying to quarantine him so that he doesn't have an effect. Uh, campaign. He'll go after people like Rob. They'll go after Robert F. Kennedy Jr. They'll go after go after a Swami, uh because those two men, along with maybe a few more, I don't know who they are. Uh, these are these will be people who will bring to the platform topics and discussions that the mainstream media cannot discuss. They cannot discuss what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will talk about in terms of the military industrial complex, in terms of the uh, uh, the DOJ, that is Department of Justice, CIA, FBI, all of that, which we all know. All poor people who've been around for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 or 100 years know that our government has a Rottweiler system in taking out people that are whistleblowers. That's just, just this. We ought to just stop acting like we don't know that we do and uh while the policy changed slightly after killing uh president uh, uh 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 kennedy uh you know a few years after my birth uh the the presidents have been selected not elected and therefore they've been able to have a managed conflict between the left and the right between the republicans and the democrats all the way up and and all of them have fundamentally caved in to The larger global agenda of the uh, NATO uh, alliance and their uh, agenda to dominate the world uh, politically and and economically so that neither the left nor the right, neither the Democrats or the Republicans would ever impact or touch the gazillions of dollars that go into the military industrial complex, uh, which Donald Trump started doing, first of all, by... Implementing policies of peace and not killing up everybody on the planet. His first four years uh, as uh, as president, he was one of the most peaceful presidents in a long time in terms of the stats of of killing people. Obama was one of the highest, but of course, your media would not pay attention to that. So what you and I are dealing with is a very clear effort to make sure that once the presidential race starts. Here in 2024, for real, uh, that there is not a conversation that can be had front and center about the military front and center about Ukraine front and center about the uh, again, the geopolitical geopolitical relationships by our neocons with uh, companies that are all riddled all throughout uh, China and uh, and Asia. Uh, and even with, with Russia, there are all kinds of paradoxical relationships going on that if the conversation would be had at a larger level, we would see the hypocrisy of our, uh, politicians in that regard. This is why they're going after a Swami, because they don't want him having the conversation or Robert F. Kennedy Jr. having the conversation. And on the right, I think the, uh, not the right, but the left, I think the left is going to be even more, uh, of a, uh, stooge of clowns uh, running for the presidency. Uh, in fact, they don't even on the left. This is so insane and asinine. The Democrats don't even want anyone running instead of uh, Joe Biden. You don't hear anybody really poising themselves to give a vigorous Challenge against a man who has been in Congress for almost 60 years or 50 years uh, legitimately, and who is already documented to have been massively corrupt in his family, in his dealings around the world with as many as 170 offshore banking accounts and tens of millions of dollars in uh, trade offs, uh, not only uh, uh, when he was vice president, but before he was vice president and on up into the presidency. His son made a major, major uh, error when he allowed that laptop that is Hunter Biden to get out because it was during the Trump era that the neo, um, uh, the deep state, the uh, administrative state was really trying to uh, shift the focus from uh, Hunter Biden to to Donald Trump. uh, But it hasn't worked. The Hunter Biden fiasco has still gotten out significantly enough for America to know this. The corruption is profoundly deep in the White House. And if they just stay focused, they will see that it goes back to previous presidencies. That there's an unbroken chain of relationship between the left-right plantation system, pump cart in the same direction of globalism, NATO trade, and uh, the arms race and the military industrial complex. This is why they don't want Robert F. Kennedy on the stage. They don't want uh uh, our our boy that's coming up out of uh, out of the uh, university uh Cornell West to have a conversation about these things because cornell um, is a uh progressive of a peculiar ilk and he definitely will be talking about the military industrial complex and and all of the money that's spent in that they don't want him doing it because he would be running to hurt joe biden because joe biden is what we call a company man to the imp degree. Uh, a company man and guilty as, as I'll get up, unfortunately. Uh, and what we're going to watch over the next couple of years, Jermaine, and I got to let you go with this. We're going to watch to see whether or not the slackies in the mili- in the India uh, media um, will become shameful enough to know that they have been suppressing the truth from the American people for a long period of time, way before COVID, but certainly during COVID as well, that they are partisan And are not committed to telling the American people what's right. We're going to find out that they're going to throw everything plus the kitchen sink. No matter how obvious the polls are about how Americans are recognizing the massive corruption, not only in our government, but in our media, the polls concerning the media are debacle. They are shameful, rightly so. You can tell when people don't tell you the truth. You can tell when your media is a group of Manchurian uh, mechanized um, uh, uh, pseudo uh, journalists that don't have a sincere or original bone in their body. You can hear them all saying exactly the same things, and you can definitely hear them when they are not saying what they should be saying. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. We've got one line open, one One line open, one we will be right back.
1: To join the conversation, call 888-4KFAX. That's 888-FOR-KFAX. And now back to
2: Lifeline. We are back. The time is 6.07 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We are in the second hour, and it's... Uh, it's time to move to line number two and talk with Idris from Hayward. Idris, are you there? Hey, hey, Pastor, can you hear me? Yes, I can, man, loud and clear. What's going on, young man? It's uh, going on, sir? I swear, I, I feel like I get I catch
4: you once a month because i I'd be so busy and i I'd get mad when I miss the show. But anyway, I got a, couple of que- a few questions I want to throw at you and get your points, and I heard everything you said. Funny enough, I work in the medical field. I, I do transportation for people disabled and all that. And I was yeah. giving a ride like two days ago, and the social worker, she comes along with them, and she was, uh, I dropped them off at the Hayward DMV, and she was like talking about something, but I wasn't paying attention, but she was basically talking about, oh, you know, COVID's coming back, it's already on the rise, and they got to start doing this. Six, And i seen it, and I was like, oh, my good Lord. Like, I'm ready, like, I'm ready. So when you were bringing it up, that they're going to bring 2.0, I was like, oh, yes sir, I've already seen it. I've already seen it. Um, next thing I want to talk about is, um, uh, um you know, I've been just, sometimes I get in areas, I just observe, and true masculinity and femininity is, is disappearing. It is extinct. It's at the point to where the mannerisms, it's, I'm like, you can't, I'm like, what, like, what, what what's going on? But that's what they've been planting all this time. Next thing I want to throw at you is, um, um, well, you kind of already talked about it, but what's your thoughts on uh, Vivek? I really like how Vivek's coming along, you know, especially what they're doing with Trump right now. They, I, like, I'm trying to see anybody that's going to tell the truth. And last thing is, I don't think anybody said this, but, um, I feel like they, they're deliberately about to use Biden as a, um, um, the fall guy for all of this, because I feel he's doing so bad, and the American people can see with the whole Biden and the drug stuff and the Hunter Biden. I feel like, and I've heard about Gavin Newsom supposed to be running, but, um, I feel like they're going to try to use, Biden as as a fall guy to try to bring in, you know, dump everything on him and bring him this new because I, I don't see how they going to go another thing. I know I threw a lot of things at you, uh, Pastor, but just go ahead and break it down like you do. God bless
2: you. Absolutely. You too, my brother. Good, good to see, good to hear from you. Glad you are still fighting a good fight of faith. We'll deal with all four of them briefly. And then we'll take our break. We'll come back with Dan and James and there'll be two lines open. First, let's just deal with the fundamentals of COVID it's a it's a delusion I, i've been teaching that for a long time and a lot of good men and women have too this this is not of course this is an increase in the flu season this has been going on since ad infinitum all people have to do is just wake up of course you're going to have an increase in people getting sniffles getting coughs having headaches and catching the flu but it won't be called the flu it'll be called covid Because you won't know any difference. COVID, 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 COVID. This is propaganda. This is something, again, 1984 taught Orson Welles. He laid it out very clearly. COVID, 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 COVID to scare people into compliance. COVID is a cover for control, okay? Very interesting. Um, And again, uh, fool me once is on me. Fool me twice is on you. Uh, Chicken soup, relax, rest, um take some aspirin what what have you be smart increase your your vitamin intake vitamin c vitamin d vitamin a vitamin beta beta carotene take some quercetin um so that you can actually help your cellular structure it, can, it, it you know it has quercetin is a very 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 healthy um uh bioflavonoid and um, it it assists it assists in uh antioxidant as well um, uh, massive amounts of very healthy vitamin C um, drink plenty of water um stay optimistic and positive don't operate in fear you'll be fine um, get good doctors that know how to point you to naturopathic uh solutions. Everything is not a jab or a synthetic pill. That's a delusion. You want to get on the hamster wheel of being sick, continue doing that. Believe me, people are tired of it. You go in the hospital today for a little small something, you come out with blood pressure medicine. This is a constant sales pitch. And people are just utterly sick and tired of it i don't blame you. number two there's no doubt that we're losing the expression of a of, of male masculinity there's no doubt about it and that vacuum has been filled for decades by godless and unbiblical women filling that vacuum i mean if if you don't want to if you don't want to be real men then then your women are going to fill that vacuum that doesn't make them no that doesn't make them noble it doesn't make them right. God takes no pleasure in a manly woman. God takes no pleasure in a womanly man. Um as uh, as as I stated in my rules of engagement class uh this previous year, uh quoting one of uh of one of my uh, very um uh gifted uh, uh marriage counselors, uh Esther Perel, she said a good man, a good woman should never want a hairy woman as her a living mate. You don't want a womanly man. You don't want a hairy woman for your husband. And yet that's uh, that's the way a lot of corrupt women are today. They don't want a, a solid brother, a grounded brother, a committed brother, a brother who understands boundaries and not is not going to put up with an arrogant, self-righteous, pompous woman. Good men won't do it. <clears throat> and so uh and and you you're not godly if you're violating biblical rules. I've talked about this forever, so yeah of course when you when you put saltpeter in the food of the prisoners and the prisoners are no longer locked in prison cells, they're out on the street, you use all kind of pharmaceuticals and different kind of chemicals, increase the estrogen and and your men now are pacified and and uh you're sticking them with jabs that are also destroying their their um their, uh, testosterone levels, believe you me, uh, we've already had this conversation. This is genetic modification at the subtle but ubiquitous level. Uh, men need to be careful about what they eat, drink. They need to be careful about their health. They need to be careful about their exercise regimen. They need to be deeply solid connected with God. They need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. They need to be grounded. Their mind needs to be renewed. In the image of Christ, they need to be rooted in biblical truth in a way in which they can stand on the authority of God's word or else what you're going to have as we do a feminized church where solid brothers of all kind of other ethnic groups are coming in to get get uh to be uh, edified and to be guided by solid men only to find womenized men in the Christian church today. Men. This has been going on for a long time. Weak men who are soft and gentle, soft and gentle, and they're constantly apologizing for their assertive women. They're authoritatively assertive women. You got that. This has been going on forever. You're weak, soft men. And they're in leadership, too in leadership, I mean, this is the Catholic Church, this is the evangelical church, there's so much going on in the area of descending into paterasty and pedophilia and homosexuality and lesbian, all of that's going on today. It's been in the African American church forever. Your you're strong, dominant female, uh, uh, very, very uh, masculine energy in the female, that's not godliness, not even close. And then finally with uh, Ramaswamy, uh, brother Ramaswamy is a young man. He won't get in this time around, most likely, unless the providential cards play out in a way in which God wants to wake up everybody in America. Uh, but if he, if he does the right thing as he's doing, He can get in next time at 38, and he can get in even the time after next at 42. I've already done the numbers. He could get in over the next 70 elections, and he'll still be young compared to these old geezers that are trying to run the nation right now. As it uh, pertains to Joe Biden, Joe Biden's fundamentally done. But um, with the tricanery, tricanery and technology of our social media systems, these platforms can make Joe Biden appear to be competent by shutting down all the competition, making him say a few words, and then uh, uh, deceiving the masses of the people who love to believe a lie. Because that's what we are today, masses of people who be- who love to believe a lie, uh, as Second Timothy uh, 2 puts it, chapter 1, verse Chapter 2, that is. is so Second Timothy chapter 2, um, around about verse 11 through 13. Uh, God gave them over to a strong delusion that they should believe a lie because they did not have a love for the truth. He gave them over because they had a love and pleasure for unrighteousness. You and I don't live in a vacuum. If we're not standing for truth, we're falling for error and falsehood. I mean, it was years ago we warned. The, the Democrats. You can't really be Christian and hold to a democratic platform that's so diabolically contrary to God's word that there's hardly anything on that platform that honors God and honors scripture, and you, you call yourself a, a Christian. This here is a massive cognitive dissonance. It's a paradox. It's a contradiction in terms, but this is all part of the unreeling of truth and making real that which is unreal this is the monday edition of lifeline we'll be right back
1: to join the conversation call 888-4-K-F-A-X that's 888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X and now back to lifeline
2: we are back there is definitely a drought in um in in the exhibition of of quality uh, male representation there's no doubt about that Um, And and again, that's by design. The West is going down. The West is losing um, its virility because our leaders are corrupt. And when leaders are corrupt, read your Bible, God will cause the loins of kings to shake. They will quiver like women in travail. As he said in Isaiah chapter three, your children will be your oppressors. That is unqualified men and women who are not mature spiritually and mature experientially do not have legitimate gravitas to actually lead people. And then your women will be your rulers. What God says in Isaiah three is he will turn things upside down because we We fail to do the right thing first at the level of the family, where we fall apart at the level of the family, where we become largely economic-centered instead of spiritually centered. We uh, compromise the biblical truth claims needed to be the foundation of our home to actually organize and sustain the identity of our families. So you don't hear families hardly at all today really speaking up about the Lord, His goodness, His authority. Um they're far and fewer between, some are but far fewer between, and then you actually see a collapse of the order of godliness in the home because everybody's in the house, fundamentally carnal. Uh and, and and but they they'll tip their hat on Sunday. And they'll engage a little ministry here and there, but they're not boldly committed to the Imago Day and the distinction between males and female and the absolute radical commitment of parents to train their children in the fear and the nurture of the Lord. We are experiencing a falling away in America from biblical truth and that vacuum is being filled up with an anti-Christian agenda called wokeism. It is wokeism that's rooted in a false diversity, a false equity, and a false inclusion. It's not inclusion at all. And uh, getting back to um, you know our politics, the reason why they want to completely annihilate Donald Trump and 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 make uh, Ramaswamy completely irrelevant is because everybody else on your Republican platform, you guys hear me carefully, all of them, and only about four of them will remain. The others are just. Uh, irrelevant they're all controlled Pence is controlled Asa is controlled okay all of them are controlled even DeSantis is going to be controlled okay Um, all of them are controlled and half of them are neocons they will not actually talk about the real critical issues and the the left is ten times worse let me go to line number three and talk with Dan from Sonoma Dan are you there
5: yes um You often set up the program talking about lies and how telling lies and hearing them and believing them is so destructive. I heard a sermon and it talked about Psalm 88, and I discovered how relevant it is when a person has sold out or sold out himself or become, you know, in desperate need of salvation. You know, people want to know why the tone of Psalm 88 is so negative, it's talking about living in the troubled world. You know, if you're not relying on the Lord, you're going to end up with lots of trouble. And then it pulls the wool over your eyes. And, you know, and um, my brother made a comment about Joe Biden. He said, you know, when he says he knew nothing about his son's business dealings, he's telling the truth because it was pure corruption. There was no business involved.
2: I get it. I get it. I really do, Dad. Do you have more to
5: say? Well, I, I it's disturbing. I mean, I realize it's it's hard to take a negative pill, but if, if people know that without in, in the thirties, forties, fifties we had the a commission that would regulate movies so that the Hollywood industry was a little cleaner. And um you didn't expose children and teenagers to this corruption directly. Oh. You know, they walk in the, watch the TV or they walk in the theater and their mind is suddenly filled with filth. Well, oh. you can't attack a young spirit like that and have no consequence. You're going to have a consequence to that. Uh, we, we have, uh, got rid of standards. We have got rid of truth in the media. We've gotten rid of, um, kindness and friendliness on TV. It's bickering and, and uh, tearing down images and, and make, making you despondent. Uh, you know, and people think they're laughing. They're not laughing very hard because it's, it's messing up your mind. And uh, I, I don't know if you want to make some comments about it, but uh, <laughs> I... I I I actually wanted my pastor to use Psalm 88 at my funeral because they said, you know, we we as American culture, we um, we emphasize a couple of the Psalms way too much. And then we neglect the rest of the book. And what does that do? What that does is it sugarcoats, like you called it, um, normalcy bias. Yes, everything's sir. fine, pretend everything's cool. It's not cool when we don't have Jesus. We need him desperately I agree it, it, we're not mm-hmm. I, I guess I wanted to mention about unpleasing to God and, and the the human brain was created and, and the uh, the body of mankind was created to do what's pleasing to God, and then you're going to rejoice. When you do what this brings on God's disfavor, you're putting yourself in extreme danger—not from God already while, while you're walking the earth, just from human consequences around you, just from um, a, abusing the animals and wasting your your resources and wasting fish and you know throwing stuff away that should be used and wasting your money and and paying it out to loan sharks. I mean, what what do people think they're doing out here? What are, when are people going to get angry enough to take this back and reclaim yeah.
2: our our it, legacy? No, you're right. You're right, and and it's very important that you express yourself, Dan, like that. And many others. Um, uh, we have to overcome the uh, the conflict narrative that is part of the political structure that narrows dialogue and discourse down to uh either this or either that and and you'll get it everywhere for instance you guys what dan is saying is absolutely true you guys know that i mean we could go back and categorize every salient point that he made starting with scripture now, i say it all the time you you got very few serious uh christians today they don't read their bibles the vast majority of Christians don't read their Bible, and therefore, they cannot be vitally led by the Spirit of God. They don't. Jesus said in John 17, 17, Father, sanctify them in thy truth. Thy word is true. Don't tell me you're sanctified and you barely pick up your Bible. As I said Sunday in my last message, either you're being motivated towards God or you're being demotivated from God. Don't tell me. And our society is suffering exactly the prophetic implications, Dan, of Scripture. The nation that forgets God will be turned into hell. That's that's very clear. That's very clear. God will confound wrote, the rulers and confound the leaders. What was that, Dan?
5: I I wrote I wrote, wrote a song, um, If We Forget God. And he said, they don't play this one anymore, but it said, if we forget God, our nation is doomed. There's of uh, things on the on a magazine unfit to be seen and they're sold on the news scan where, where children can buy. But what was he talking about? The, he, the corruption, the, 40s, the corruption, the right. filth, the filth right. and the crap. I mean, that, that they want to put right in front of you when you walk through the store.
2: Right. Right now, this is uh, this is uh, Pilgrim's progress and its prophetic implications where interpreter Warren pilgrim be careful about vanity fair vanity fair will destroy your faith It will put you to sleep and when you don't do what they say they'll kill you but most christians have never ever read pilgrim's progress thank you for the call dan it was good hearing from you continue to call i'm going to say this i'm going to take a break it's so very very clear to me how far we are drifting from the truth he asked dan asked the question you know what is it going to take to wake people up they're not going to wake up it, we say this about unsaved people. We say, you know, salvation is not your decision for Jesus. It's really God's decision for you. you, you you're you not saved because you make a decision for Jesus. You're dead. You're spiritually dead, spiritually blind, spiritually weak, and your heart is enmity against God. You're not neutral, ma'am, sir. You're not neutral. You despise God. If he doesn't change your nature, you will never come to Christ. I know you hate that because you bought into the false pseudo-Christian doctrine that all you got to do is say a prayer and you're saved. Nothing can be further from the truth. Um, we are fast headed towards a wholesale secular pseudo-religious, antichrist religious system. And we did it uh, by virtue of our own volition. We have agreed with the enemy to uh, lie to ourselves and to buy into lies and people won't wake up at all, until God speaks through massive catastrophe. You know, I I mean, this is your Bible, okay? All the prophets warned of judgment. And uh, and people even despise that, stop talking about judgment. Stop talking about, well, you won't wake up. Here comes a plague, a pseudo-plague taboo, but you, you wake up then and you pretend, you know, you need God until the plague goes away and then you go back to that deception. Well, you know, God knows that. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. I'll be right back.
1: To join the conversation, call 888-4-K-F-A-X. That's 888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. And now back to Lifeline.
2: Indeed we are. Let's go to line number one and talk with Leslie on line number one. Leslie, are you there?
6: Yes, I am, Pastor Jesse. How are you? Very good. Uh, We had a great Star Search meeting uh, Saturday in Oakland. And we wanted to let you uh, and all the listeners know that the next Star Search meeting is out in Livermore on September 16th.
2: That's going to be actually two weeks from now. Yes. And where is it going to be at in Livermore?
6: At the Livermore Public Library. And the address there is South Livermore
2: Avenue. 1188 South Livermore Avenue for anyone who is out in that area and wants to uh, get informed, be informed, or participate in um, in what is so essential to our uh, local elections here in, uh, in in the Bay Area, Alameda County, and more. Um, if you are have been listening, we've been uh, featuring Leslie over the last several weeks, and her and Tom Wong are working with interested men and women trying to just stir up uh, a citizens' responsibility, citizens' privilege. In many ways, citizens calling to be salt and light in our community where uh, we do more than just run off at the mouth. We try to participate in, uh, in the change that's needed in our society. We certainly need good men and women who are clear on their constitutional rights on the, uh, bill of rights and the amendments who understand the importance of morals and ethics to be part of the framework of dialogue and policy and uh and that's that's what they do and they gather together apparently you guys are finding libraries to go to and to have these meetings at i'm very glad that the libraries are accommodating you this time it's in livermore can you give us the address again leslie yes it's
6: 1188 south livermore avenue
2: yeah, that is one one eight eight South Livermore Avenue. You can get that right off of five eighty. It's easy to um, easy to find. And also, people wanted to contact you guys by email. Could you share with us the email address?
6: Yes, it's uh, Tom Wong USA. That's spelled T O M W O N G U S A at gmail.com. That's Sounds
2: Tom good. Wong USA at gmail.com. Tom Wong USA at gmail.com. You guys got that. Tom Wong uh, USA at gmail.com. Easy to find, easy to get a hold of them. Uh, keep up the good work, Leslie. Thank you for checking in. Let's keep working. Let's do what we can by God's grace. We'll talk to you real soon. <laughs> Let's go to line number four and talk with James from the Bay. James, are you there? DJ, how you doing, my brother? I'm good, I'm good. What's up, man? Oh, man, what isn't up? Okay, so I got a premise,
7: and I want to go with, first of all, the the red pill. I mean, that's just the things they were talking about. I've only made it through an hour, but most of everything they said thus far kind of bears witness with with my way of thinking and what's going on uh, uh, politically speaking. Uh I'm gonna put this one out there for you. Uh everything that was said, there's no way that the establishment, the DC establishment, what's been established for the last on the hundred years is gonna allow Trump to get back in without a fight. I think eventually he will and just because I would just say it's the right thing to do, he needs to be able to finish what he started. And one reason why I would want him back in there is because hopefully he would be wiser. Uh to what he's up against. I don't think he really truly knew what he was up against when he made statements like drain the swamp. I don't think any of us knew how deep the swamp really was. I I didn't, you know, I mean, I know it was deep. I just didn't know how deep to the point where you have, was it the NGOs and everybody in DC is so left-leaning to the point of between 85 and 92% of, you know, DC are are left-leaning. So you're already, uh, Facing the uphill battle, uh, but you know the battle can be won. I just believe that God will allow him another term. Not that He chooses presidents. We, I get that, but He can treat Trump just like He did Mr. Parallel. I'm gonna make uh, with Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, if you go sideways, God can deal with whomever He wants to deal with because He's still in charge.
2: Okay. Yeah. What do you mean so- that He doesn't choose presidents? Who doesn't choose? God chooses every leader. What are you talking about? Okay, there's well, not a leader, I not a leader he's that takes not, a platform no, maybe he's that God doesn't ordain. He, 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 I would use the word allows it. I mean, when you, so when you say chooses. Oh, yeah. No, he sets up kings. God sets up. That's <laughs> the term in the Psalms. He sets them up. Nebuchadnezzar was set up way before Nebuchadnezzar even came to power. Okay. Uh, Artaxerxes was set up way before Cyrus was talked about. Hundreds of years before he came into existence, um, you know, we don't. We definitely want to be careful not to presume that we can bring moral implications upon God because He uses the wicked. But go back to Proverbs chapter sixteen. Um, all God made all things for Himself, even the wicked for the day of evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even asserting that Donald Trump is, uh, you know, uh, through and through wicked at all. I, I, but I am certainly saying that he raised Pharaoh up. He, he raises wicked men up, uh, and they become a disciplining arm. Job says God uses the wicked as a sword to discipline us. Uh, James, this is what he meant when he said to Adam and Eve, "Hey, you mess with that tree, you're going to unleash Pandora's box, and then I'm going to have to actually discipline the whole world because of rebellion." And uh, and 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 it it it's designed to be a comfort to you and me that God has all the kings in His hand and He turns them whither He wants to. And um, you know, I, I think that I think that many people have been justified. In, um, in recognizing that Trump as much, I, I didn't vote for him the first time around, you guys know we, we're having this conversation, but it's only because I hold a, a moral uh, and ethical standard for our leaders and I, I said it even then. If God votes for Trump, then you know, then, then God's going to bring Trump in, and he and he did. But there's no way in the face of Trump's philandering and and sexual escapades and and perverse mouth that I was going to, um, uh, you know, uh, bring a uh, vote him in. But God voted him in, and 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 lo and behold, um, his record will speak for itself. The outstanding things he did for Christians and for America. He had a definite worldview that ran up against the deep state, as you know, the NGOs, the politicians, the, uh, the neocons and everybody else that, that has sold America down the river for the last 60 or 70 years. He opened the lid on the swamp. He didn't drain the swamp, but he opened the lid on the swamp and they were embarrassed for how the American people began to see them for who they were. And their their efforts are to tenaciously close the lid on that stench as fast as it can. Continue putting people back to sleep through fear and to continue dominating uh the West and the world with its global agenda of anti-God corruption. There's no doubt about that. I actually also agree with you. If God brings Trump back in. He'll be wiser. And uh, he may get some things done. We are praying for a reprieve of divine judgment against our country. We certainly are praying that uh, a more expeditiously wicked man or wicked woman does not occupy the White House, particularly these idiotic, demonically controlled, woke leftists that hate god and would destroy everyone that would promote god we certainly don't want that james thank you for your conversation i'll catch you catch you in a little bit got to take a hard break and then we will close out with a few observations we'll be right back
1: and now back to lifeline
2: we are. We have about eight minutes in this uh, segment, and we'll be closing out. You're listening to Pastor Jesse Gistan. Enjoyed our conversation today. As always, we are bringing truth to bear on the political and social issues of our time. I, I want to close sort of uh, joining Dan from Sonoma and bemoaning the corruption and destruction of our society and the target of perversion. Now being headed to our children by reading part of the article that I shared with you last week, the rainbow flag conquered America right under the noses of the sleeping churches. The rainbow flag conquered America right under the noses of the sleeping churches. Now, I shared that article with you. I only want to share a portion of the closing what is called the homosexual uh, manifesto. This is an, a, on a par with the Communist Manifesto, and they are two sides of the same coin. Now, John MacArthur said in, in his commentary on Romans chapter one, apostasy and destruction of a nation starts with moral bankruptcy, moral bankruptcy. It is manifested by sexual perversion, and then it proceeds to homosexual perversion. It then culminates in transhumanation, transhumanism, that is a hybriding of humans with something other than humans. In the first century, they never knew anything about artificial intelligence. So we see the prohibition in the book of Exodus around sex with animals. Um, but it certainly includes pedophilia and what we would call today pedo-mutilation. Anyone that is indifferent to taking our children and mutilating them is already corrupted morally, spiritually, and probably also corrupted at the sexual level as well. As the author of this article said, it sickens me to do this. But I'm going to quote for you now excerpts from the Homosexual Manifesto. It was written by Michael Swift in 1987. And it was entered into the Congress of the United States. So what I'm about to read, Congress has already heard. We shall sodomize your sons. That's everywhere today. It's in your school books now. Your children are being forced to read that at three to five, seven years old. We shall sodomize your sons. Emblems of your feeble masculinity. That's weak men. Of your shallow dreams of vulgar lies. We shall seduce them. In your schools. Now, this was back in 1987. We shall seduce them in your schools, in your dormitories, in your gymnasiums, in your locker rooms, in your sports arenas, in your seminaries, in your youth groups, in your movie theater bathrooms. It's happening. In your army bunkhouses. The military is rife with wokeism. In your truck stops. In your all-male clubs. In your houses of Congress. We know this is true. Wherever men are, with men together, your sons shall become our minions and do our bidding. They will be recast in our image, they will come to crave and adore us. Women, you cry for freedom. You say you are no longer satisfied with your men, they make you unhappy. We connoisseurs of the masculine face, the masculine physique, shall take your men from you then. We will amuse them. We will instruct them. We will embrace them when they weep. Women, you say you wish to live with each other instead of with your men. Then go and be with each other. All laws banning homosexual activity will be revoked. Instead, legislation shall be passed which endangers or rather engenders love between men. All homosexuals must stand together as brothers. We must be united artistically, philosophically, socially, politically, and financially. We will stab you in your cowardly hearts and defile your dead, puny bodies. There you go for the mild-mannered homosexual. We will unmask the powerful homosexuals who masquerade as heterosexuals. You will be shocked and frightened when you find that your presidents and their sons, your industrialists, your senators, your mayors, your generals, your athletes, your film stars, your television personalities, your civic leaders, your priests are not safe. Familiar bourgeoisie heterosexual figures, you assume them to be. We are everywhere. We have infiltrated your ranks. Those who oppose us will be exiled. We shall raise vast private armies to defile you. The family unit will be abolished. All churches who condemn us will be closed. For us too much, too much is never enough. These are just excerpts from this manifesto, but you can find the entire thing online if you choose. Suffice. It to say the vulgar demon of Sodom has risen, and once again, it's stronger than ever, supported by every major corporation in the world with trillions of dollars. The rainbow flag is one of conquest. Obama saw to that, and so is Biden. And when state houses in the U.S. Capitol building fly it, it symbolizes the LGBTQ plus mobs, complete domination and conquering of our nation. You can go to sleep if you want to. He says it renders all laws void. All must submit. If you dare defy the almighty demon of sodomy and perversion, you will be persecuted and assaulted. Now, true Christ followers are, however, pushing back. Like Gideon's army, the faithful remnant is a few in number, but there are always at least a few real Christians speaking out against this abomination. Recently, a young man in Watertown, Wisconsin, was arrested at the Pride Fest there. What was his crime? Standing across the street and praying. And as the author says, the faithful remnant of true Christian followers is few in number. Most so-called Christian churches are now embracing this death style, not lifestyle, death style, too. Entire denominations are now preaching the demonic lies of their LGBTQ plus masters. But these are not churches. They're synagogues of Satan. Some of these include the United Church of Christ, Episcopal Church, Alliance of Baptists, Cooperative Baptist Fellowship, the American National Catholic, the Ecumenical Catholic Church, Old Catholic Church, Evangelical Lutheran, churches in America, the United Methodists, the Presbyterian Church, Reformed Churches in America, the Friends General Conference of Quakers, and even some of the Mennonite churches, yes, they're all collapsing because they've been collapsing for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Christians who dare speak against this are often accused of being uh, uh, called to legislate morality. The truth is they've learned how to legislate and strictly enforce immorality. This is the corrupt society that you and I are dealing with. We're dealing with a society that has taken holds of the uh levers of power and by policy are legislating immorality. We were told to stand up and be salt and light. We failed to do it and now we got to deal with the consequences. But it's not too late. I'm here to tell you it's not too late. Ask God to forgive you for your indifference, your weaknesses and your fears your duplicity, and your compromise, and ask him to give you grace, to be humbly bold, to tell the truth, speak the truth in love, and tell men and women that the word of the Lord is right, and all of his works are done in truth, and that, apart from Jesus Christ, you and I will perish in our sins. There's no way to the Father, but through the Son, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, for the wages of sin is death, But the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the same message we've been preaching for a long time. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes unto the Father but by him. Stop playing church. Be real about your Savior. You need him. We're going to need him. It's going to get dark, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, the Lord bless you, keep you calls his face to shine upon you be gracious to you lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace opinions expressed in the preceding program do not
1: necessarily represent the views of the ownership staff or management of KFAX copyright salem communications all rights reserved